Lifeway Audio. Yeah, we're lying in bed, and Linya goes, Dad, how do we get to heaven? And I was like, what a great question. I was like, well, honey, and I took like, my time to be like a good pastor dad. Like, I was like, well, honey, you've got to believe in Jesus. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. She was like, how do you actually get there? And I was like, oh, she means like specifically, like helicopter or airplane, you know, or Angel Express. And I was like, um, well, you know, like God just sort of takes you. And she immediately shot back, like on a horse or a unicorn. It's like a horse or a unicorn. What kind of a delightful proposition. And I think she could tell I was no good in the answers department because she immediately was like, eh, it's probably a flying horse. And I go, yeah, p- probably, probably is. And she goes, but if you don't believe in Jesus, you go to jail. And then she turned over and fell asleep. And that's A, Lenya in a nutshell, and B, the most amazing childlike faith. And I want to live my whole life to try and have that kind of beautiful faith. In this session, I want to talk to you about how to view death through the eyes of a lion, how to take that telescope of faith and use it to view what you're looking at when you look at death. Now, I realize most people spend their lives trying to avoid that topic. I remember I was on an airplane once and I was writing a message actually about heaven and, uh, you know, what is waiting for the believer when we leave this world. and. And when we talk about you know, going home to heaven, uh, we're of course talking about where we will go right away. Uh, but there's not just life after death, there's also life after life after death. And that's because the final format of heaven is life back here on this earth because Jesus promises to come back to this planet. And so yes, while we think about going to heaven, we should be excited about uh, what's waiting for us after we die, but we also should be excited about what's after that when we're back on this earth as it's been recreated and, and made perfect. So anyhow, I was kind of working all that out on the, on the plane, I had my laptop, and I remember striking up a conversation with a guy next to me at one point who asked me, what are you working on? And I told him I was you know, writing a message about heaven and writing a, a talk I was gonna be giving to uh, some people about what the Bible says is in store for, for us when we leave this world. And uh, he kind of recoiled like I you know, had brought a snake out, you know, on the plane, and he kind of was like, just, and I I, I go, well, what do do you think happens after you die? And he said to me, I try not to think about it at all. And here's the reality. While I understand the sentiment that it's an uncomfortable topic that we don't really want to, to actually think about, the truth is that ignoring it doesn't make it go away. Um, and this is not a, a subject that um, we want to dwell on, and yet it's coming for us all. The only thing certain in this life is that it's going to end. And so to have no plan, to have no preparation for it is, is not exactly the wisest strategy in the world. None of us take trips that way. I mean, when you go on a vacation, you, you get the flight sorted out, you get the hotel sorted out, you figure out the rental car, you make a list of all the places you wanna see. And when it comes to dying, I mean, that's like the ultimate trip. I mean, it's, it's, it's to leave this world and to head into eternity. To have no plan is a, a foolish strategy. Fortunately for all of us, the Bible presents just such a plan. And his name is Jesus. And he said, I am the way, the truth, 
and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And what that means is that in Jesus, we have a way. We have a door. We have a, a plan. We can have a strategy. He told the thief on the cross just before he died, today you will be with me in paradise. Assuredly, I say to you. And so what he was giving that man was the same as having a Expedia confirmation number. It was better than a Marriott Bonvoy confirmation email. It's having just the, the promise that Jesus is gonna meet you and escort you into paradise where you will live with him forever in a perfect place and eventually back here on this recreated earth. Now the Bible presents to us a very different picture of what heaven actually is than what culture presents. I think when we're not busy ignoring heaven, we have unrealistic, inaccurate uh, pictures in our head of what heaven is like. I remember as a kid having nightmares about heaven. Now I realize, you know, maybe more people would have nightmares about hell, but, but the reality was like, I had this picture in heaven that maybe you've thought of before where you're like in an endless church service that never stops. And they make you like start singing at one part of the hymnal and you go all the way to the end and then you have to go back to the beginning. But fortunately there's like baby naked chubby angels flying around the room and we're all supposed to pretend this is great. To me, that just seemed awful. And just this idea of forever and being there, maybe on a cloud, maybe wearing a, a white gown and, you know, sprouting wings myself. It just didn't seem wonderful at all. But here's the truth. The Bible doesn't present a picture of heaven like that at all. In fact, in one of the most powerful teachings on heaven in the New Testament, Paul gave us a picture of heaven that gives us uh, something to hang on to and something to have hope. And it's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 1. He says, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. understand all these things properly, we're going to have to look at it, not through human understanding, not through our own eyesight. We can't rely on the naked eye. We have to walk by faith to use the eyes of a lion, to choose to view the lens of scripture, to process a difficult thing we're confronting and facing. In order to not experience unnecessary fear, we need to not lean on inaccurate information. And so when you and I look at a graveyard, when when we experience death, when a hearse passes us, what we're tempted to do is look at it through the eyes of our human understanding. But what we need to do is process it through the lens of God's truth, which will give us 
the incredible power that we're wanting to, to, to rise up to instead of succumbing to the fear. Now in this text, Paul paints this picture that he was so well versed in, and that is the idea of a tent versus a house. Now we're right outside a national park where people camp and set up tents, and, and that's something that Paul would have been very familiar with because as you might know, when Paul would go on a missionary trip to a new city and begin to do work, if there wasn't a church that was supporting him, and oftentimes the last church he had been to would support him to go to the next church. It's kind of this beautiful pay it forward thing, kind of like in the Starbucks drive-through where someone pays for the car behind him and then pays for the car behind him and it can kind of go on. I mean, there's been records where it's lasted for hours and hours and, and hours. Well, well, the church would be so grateful that they were ministered to, they would pay for Paul to go to the next town. But anytime those finances and support would would dry up, he was happy to get a job. He was a skilled tent maker. And we even, to this day, if a pastor has to have a bivocational season where he works two jobs, we call that a tent making skill. Maybe going into a hospital or teaching or mowing lawns or delivering pizzas or whatever you have to do. Early on in my ministry, I had a creative background and so I would do some freelance design and that would sort of supplement or augment a, a work in a season. And that was Paul's ability. He was able to make tents and his tent making skill was literally a tent making skill. Now in the Roman Empire in that time, it was common if you were working on your house or doing a construction project in your home, that at times the family would move into a tent for a little bit while the work was happening. Kind of like a family that maybe rents out their home on Airbnb or VRBO might live in their trailer for the summer and make a little money to help you know, pay the bills and, and pay the mortgage or whatever. So that's what was kind of in Paul's mind when he talks about being in this tent groaning, longing to be back in the house. Imagine living with your family in a tent and being like, man, the kids, it's every, it's, I mean, there's no Xbox, it's hot, it's sticky. I just want to get into the home. You, you'd be like groaning to get into the home. You'd be so excited when finally the house was done, when bus driver moved that bus, we're going back into the, like when that moment came, you would be so excited to spread out into the home to be finally in the house that had been prepared for you. That's the metaphor that Paul wants to be in our hearts when we think about dying as Christians. How crazy is that? What we think of as the worst thing, dying. He says, it's true, it's awful, death is our enemy, but it's a defeated enemy. And because of that fact, we can say like David said in Psalm 23, I know when I leave this world going through the valley of the shadow of death, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Right now, y'all, we're intense. This life is intense. In, it's also in tents. We live in a tent of our body. You know, we're not bivouacking with canvas and pole. We're wearing bones and skin and flesh and blood. And these tents, like living in a, an earthly tent, they get old. You know, we had to throw away a tent that Jenny and I first got when we got married because it eventually the zipper stopped working and we lost something and the stakes, you know, got all bent. And so eventually we upgraded to a, to a new way to go camping. And the longer we live in these bodies, the more beat up they get. You just get mileage on them. You know, you, you eventually start to have aching knees and a back problem and a bulging disc. And, and that's just the reality. And the longer we live in the tent, the worse the tent becomes. But the good news is, the closer and closer and closer and closer we get to these houses God's preparing for us, the mini mansions that Jesus promised wait for us in John chapter 14. So to the degree that we remember that 
Death is not leaving home, it's going home. We won't be full of fear thinking about death, we'll be full of peace and even more, we'll be excited about what's waiting for us. Now that doesn't make our lives insignificant on this earth, that makes them even more significant because the more we realize heaven and home and beauty and life is in my future, the more we're able to just actually get the most out of this life because we don't need this life to deliver that bucket list type excitement all the time. We don't need our lives every day to be this epic Instagram post to make our friends have FOMO. We know that heaven is a wonderful place full of glory and grace and our best life is going to be then. So now we can actually just enjoy this life and find peace in it and actually bring life and beauty and joy to other people. And that's why I think that you need to look at death through the eyes of a lion. Lifeway Audio.